Okay, here we are. Before we get started, I'd just like to acknowledge that we're recording this on stolen Gadigal land that was never ceded. I pay my respects to elders past, present and emerging, and this always was and always will be Aboriginal land. So, welcome back to another episode of Isabel Formby's First Impressions. This week, my guest is... Hi, I'm Ollie. Oh my gosh, you don't have to lean in too far. Okay, sorry. My, yeah. my show is really bad. Like, I, I literally... Uh, I had my friend messaging in and he just said, like, you know, I can't hear you. I can't Yay. hear you. And I was literally, I was like eating the microphone. Oh, okay. Well, if that's the case, I'll move that a bit closer. Um, but the, the, the audio levels look... Okay, mm, uh, yeah, yeah okay. that's not, not too bad. But I seem a bit louder than you, so I might turn you up. Yeah, I always have... Wait, I'm number two, you're number one. I always have trouble, like, with the sound. I don't know why I couldn't get it sorted the first couple of weeks, but my first episode started with my guest being like super duper like ear piercingly loud because the levels were on like eight or nine mm. and then I was holding the microphone when it was on that like swiveling thing uh, yeah. and so I was deathly quiet and then it was so I would say something and it would be like <laughs> and then my guest would say something and it was like <laughs> so I, I listened to that episode it was good it was good the first episode yeah this is the first episode. oh my god embarrassing I've, I've not watched since because, you know, it's supposed to be first impressions. So of I thought, course, you know, of I'd course. Yeah, you, you've almost gotten to know me too well. Yeah, honestly, you know, for yeah. like, you know, we just like, like this. I mean, this is a radio, this is an auditory format, but yeah, I'm doing like, I'm crossing my fingers right now. Yeah, yeah. Jeez. Yeah. I mean, it's getting a little bit heated. Oh, <laughs> so here's your flower. Thank you so much. Got your flower. I'm actually blushing. Should I like... Has anyone ever gotten your flower before? No, that is a first. That oh is my god! Putting it behind your ear. I'm chuffed, yeah. Very cute. Thank you. Actually, what's your favourite flower? I like that question. Oh, that's a nice question. Um, I like tulips. Tulips are good. I like tulips. What about you? Tulips are good. I, I, I'm a big fan of tulips, but I also really like cabbage flowers. I think they're called cabbage flowers. They're really big. Okay. And then they're like, they're, they're like purple. But yeah. I, I thought you were going to be like, on a technicality, a cabbage is a flower. It's like, yeah, I like cabbage. Oh, like, you know. no, 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 no. But zucchini flowers, delicious. I had those at a restaurant. Oh. You can eat them and they're yellow and they're kind of sweet. Very bougie. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm super rich. Oh my God. Wait, speaking of bougie, do you play lacrosse? I did, I did a little <laughs> bit, I wanted to do a little bit of like prior information. So right. all I know of you is like reading your Instagram bio. Sure. What the hell is lacrosse and why do you play it? So I used to play lacrosse. It's one of those things where it's like, it's nice to have a sport in your bio. <laughs> you know? I don't know. It's just like, you know, oh, I'm, like, yeah, I'm sporty. I don't know. But yeah, mm. it's, um, I did it back in like, mainly in like kind of high school. Mm. Um, I, I did. I started it at uni, but then like I don't know it wasn't the same as like when I was playing with my friends. But mm. yeah, you basically just got like a metal stick with a net on it, and you yeah. throw around like a really bouncy hockey ball. Is it like in Wild Child? I think so. Yeah, and yeah. uh, no, in Team Wolf, I think everyone says that to me. It's in Team Wolf. <gasps> I've never like, seen Team Wolf. Like the you got a helmet and the pads and the gloves and stuff. It's quite violent. Um, mm. uh, yeah, no, it's good. Did you get into any scrums? Um, there was one time where like we were getting absolutely battered by so. As you can probably tell, I'm from the UK. Um, yeah. And there's a place in the UK called Tassis, which is the American school in Surrey. Oh. And so there's a basically like an American, American like high school campus, just like in the middle of the woods in the UK. That's so weird. It's just for like diplomats and fig- <laughs> dignitaries, like shove their kids in there. Right. Um, 
And anyway, yeah, so we played them at lacrosse because, like, not a load of schools play it. We just, like, mm. there happened to be a club in our local town and, like, we mm. just, like, got to borrow their kit and stuff. Right. Because um, it's normally, like, a private school game. I didn't go to, like, a... Yeah, I was going to say, did you go to private school? No, I went to a grammar school, which is, like, you do a test to get in. Rather Me than too! Hey. Oh, my gosh. Okay, nice. We call them selective schools. Selective schools. Yeah, that's kind of, yeah. Mm. Um, but, yeah. And then, so, yeah, we went there and we were absolutely dis- demolished by these Americans. And wow. um, there was like a really big guy. And he's, everyone's just got getting out muscled, and like I, it's with lacrosse, it's like rolling subs. So you like you, right. you come on and off on and off. It's like basketball, right? Yeah. And I came on the pitch, and I just absolutely barreled it. There was like a big like ground ball, I just barreled into him, oh, sent wow. him flying. Jeez. And then like I've kind of like the half, half ended like quite soon after that, which I was quite glad about because I was like, I, I swear he's going to get his revenge on me. Yeah, jeez. <laughs> Wait, so do you do you get like yellow carded and stuff? No, it was, I did it legally. It was fine. Whoa! If, you do, that, it, if you do it shoulder to shoulder, it's fine. If, if I did it with like my stick or something, then it would have been. Wow. Legal. Yeah, because I used to play hockey and like mm. I don't know, women's hockey is a bit less argy bargy than the boys. But like, yeah, I remember one time I accidentally like connected sticks with someone and they were like stick check you did that on purpose and i was like oh my god i'm sorry i didn't mean to do that but like yeah there's barely ever was there like a yellow card or someone got sent off the pitch but when it did you were like oh yeah so sometimes you get like a you get like a sin bin where you'd be like 30 seconds you'll be like taken off the pitch but and then you go back on i'd I'd have to be like once or twice but that was mainly when i was playing in school rather than like when i was Mm. playing against other teams Sin bin um, is like one of the best words, like ever. Yeah, I really like the way it rolls off the tongue. Sin bin. I find um, ice hockey funny mm. when they go and they just actually. I don't find it funny. I find it really <laughs> violent and bad when it's just a like, bit of fraud. You just slipped there. It's just like <laughs> no, I actually like it's kind of funny in the sense of like, what even is this sport? It's so violent. But I really hate watching people fight. Mm. I don't like it. I I like sports where people are just like getting along. I can't think of that many. But yeah, that's yeah. true. I mean, like golf. Like golf so oh, boring. Oh, I don't golf, like golf. golf. I so don't boring. believe in golf. I, I kind of, uh, I disagree with myself as soon as it came out of my mouth there. As soon as <laughs> no, I, I was thinking about it and it's like, yeah, golf doesn't even seem like a proper sport. Like I don't understand well, I know why people play it, mm. but I was hearing about this. There's a golf club in Sydney that costs ten thousand dollars to get a membership because it's so elite, and it's like that's so annoying, and it's just such a waste of green space. But I've also heard that grassland is good for sequestering carbon more so than like a forest. So I suppose as well, like there's a lot of well, obviously the actual greens are like fairly well maintained. But there's quite mm. a lot of like wild flower areas and stuff like that, and kind of wild like yeah. grass like around it so it's probably quite a good habitat for animals and stuff i don't know i feel like it would just be better if it was like a national park oh, instead yeah. of a manicured green because i feel like a lot of grasses are introduced as opposed mm. to being native because sure. if they were native then they wouldn't take so much water right. and also the soil in australia is not meant to be packed down it's it used to be supposedly prior to colonization it used to be like super sandy and fine and then your lot, my lot, <laughs> came yeah. and lot, screwed yeah. it all up with hoofed feet. Isn't that sad? Yeah. I don't know. It makes me... I, I wonder... Everyone used to say in, like, in like colonizers' diaries and stuff, they used to say that, like, Australia looked like a manicured park. And then now it's, like, 
kind of ugly and not well maintained because a lot of traditional land management isn't like able to be fulfilled sustained yeah. and a lot of land keeps getting cleared the industry i hate it here yeah it sucks what do, yeah what do you study uh law ah what year are you in uh, i'm in my third year mm. did you start at sydney uh, no, so I'm an exchange student. I actually study in the University of Nottingham and I'm here for like... Oh my God. It's the bio make more sense now. No, 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 because I'm from Newcastle. and As and in like upon Tyne or like... Not upon Tyne. No, I'm from Newcastle up the coast. Yeah, sure, yeah, And yeah. And so like when I saw your bio and it was like UON, I was like, you do not go to the freaking University of Newcastle. You do not, surely. <laughs> and there it is, Nottingham. Is that where you grew up then? No, no. So just because it's like the UK is so much smaller, I think it's literally mm. like two thirds the size of New South Wales or something stupid like that. Mm. Um, like, so I, I grew up in the southeast, just like south of London, mm. a town called Reading. I've and heard of that one. There's the festival and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah. <laughs> the cinema. <laughs> cinema. <laughs> There's a cinema in Australia called Reading and uh, they used to do okay. really cheap tickets. So I would go there a lot as a kid. Anyway, continue. continue. Um, uh, but yeah, so like people in the UK kind of just go wherever they want really for uni, like in the UK. Right. Like it's, it's not so much like a state by state thing. Yeah. Wow. What's that like? <laughs> I mean, I feel like, yeah, you have to make a much bigger decision. It's not as big as America, I would say. I feel like America, because all colleges are residential, there's there's a lot more, I guess, mobility for kids. But like... Yeah, in Australia, you have to be sort of wealthy or well-off in order to do that, which sure. sucks. Yeah. It's not good. But how do you like Australia? What's been your favourite part? <sighs> um, I don't know. I, to be honest, I've really enjoyed like getting involved in surge and stuff. I was kind yeah. of I was talking to people um, in the UK who were involved in the radio, and mm. I was kind of I was getting kind of more and more interested in it. And then when I found out about this, you know, everyone's been really lovely, and it's just been quite quite a fun thing to do. That like, kind of it's like kind of creative, but like kind of small C creative, if that makes sense almost. Like, you yeah. know, to like, you know, like draw up the posts and like. That sort of thing. Yeah. Um, and yeah, no, it's, it's been really good fun. I mean, like, and scenery wise and stuff like that, I, I, I had a little trip to Tasmania a few oh, weeks ago. Oh, nice. I've never been there. Um, and yeah, no, it's just beautiful. Yeah. Serge did just get new carpet, which is really nice. Um, it first time sniffing carpetly or am I presumptuous or. I don't really know, but new car smells like a specific thing. Mm -hmm. Let's smell some carpet. Let's do it. Oh, my God. Okay. Oh, I don't think it smells that nice. Okay. So this is a thrilling content. Oh, my God. My manager's calling me. <laughs> <laughs> Declined. Um, oh, my God. What, what do you do for work? Um, oh, I work. You probably know. I work at Vinny's. <laughs> Oh, yeah, actually, I do remember that now. That was in the first episode. When oh, <laughs> you yeah. saying that, I was like, oh, yeah. I, um, I, I, I bought my top there for Mardi Gras. Oh. Yeah. Um, wait, what did you... The one in Newtown? Uh, yeah, yeah. Interesting. And I bought, like, this... Um, it was this kind of sequined um, pink vest. It was, like, Ooh. very... Well, I think it was technically a, a dress... But like it was like a vest on me mm, okay. <laughs> because of the size of it, mm. um, and yeah, it was itchy and horrible. I, I, but it was like 
five dollars. So oh wow, interesting. At Newtown. Yeah. I'm like, when did we last sell something for five dollars? <laughs> something like that. Maybe it was eight, but like mm, mm. it was cheap anyway. Yeah, yeah, that's that's Vinny's. <laughs> yeah, that oh my gosh, I can't believe my my manager just called me. That's so unprofessional. I will not make any more calls. <laughs> do you do you work or do you just chill? Um no, I I, I keep meetings if I can do I'm, I'm sorry, sorry, sorry. Um I've been meaning to do it, but like it's uh, just I, I I need to get the bank account sorted as well. You can't use like your international one, right? Yeah, and it's just a bit of a pain to be honest. I was going to do this planting thing, but I've just never got around to it. Interesting. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. Banks are. I don't know what's going on with the interest rate at the moment, and I don't know how to think about it. But I just know that I should be worried. You know. It's yeah, like I think that's the general things. vibe, isn't it? Yeah, I don't know. Everyone should be. Worried about everything. What are your thoughts as like an outsider looking at like the upcoming election? Like, what do you think? I'm really uneducated on it, but I've just seen yeah. a lot of memes about Scott Morrison saying that's not my job. That's not. Yeah. Mm, mm. Um, yeah. What do you think about Scott Morrison? I don't know. From from the, from the impression that I've been given of him, I think he's kind of fallen into this job a little bit. <laughs> um, yeah. Well, mm, there's there's because there's sort of almost this idea where it's like he comes across as like an incompetent fool, mm. but at the same time, every move that he makes is a calculated one. And so even and though it, he gives off the guise of failing upwards, mm. I feel like it's very intentional. Is it kind of like a Boris Johnson kind of model then? Super goofy. He went to elite schools as well. like, mm. And he also lives in... Well, right now he lives in Kirribilli, obviously, mm. but like that's a super affluent suburb. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't. I. It's, he's a really difficult person to sum up, but he's a bloody incompetent fool. I, but I feel like yeah, Boris Johnson as well gives off the vibe of being like in a silly, goofy mood all the time, <laughs> but he's actually like a really dangerous agent of neoliberalism. Oh, absolutely. I mean, yeah, I just. I kind of, I, I, I sway to and fro because like when you first see him, he's like, oh, look at his stupid hair. Yeah, he's an idiot. Mm, mm. And then like, as I got more into politics, I was like, oh, no, wait a minute. Actually, you're, you know, you're, you're a very intelligent man. You've been to lots of, lots of very good schools, all this sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. And like, you've kind of gone from job to job to job and you've gone up and up and up and up. So it's like, you must be doing something right here. Mm. And now, I don't know, after this whole, the, the whole party scandal thing. Right. That happened in the UK. So basically... Um, whilst the UK was in lockdown, mm. um, I think it was like 17 times over the lockdown, the multiple lockdowns, Downing Street, like 10 Downing Street held parties and there were like parties in Boris Johnson's flat and there was a party on the day of Prince Philip's funeral. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. And there's, the, and there's the Queen literally sat by herself on the, her husband's funeral. I mean, I'm not, I'm no monarchist, but like... You can still feel sorry for a little old lady having to sit by herself because, like, COVID restrictions, like, yeah. the husband's funeral, and, like, the day, day or the night before, yeah, Johnson's slushing around wine and brie with his mates. It's like... Yeah, you know, yeah. How, you know, he knew that would get out eventually. How do you think that was going to play? Like, how stupid can you be? I don't know. It's, it's one of those things where... Yeah, he does... He annoys the hell out of me. I hate the way he speaks as well. Just that whole, like, oh... Yeah, yeah. You you do a much better Bojo than me. <laughs> I also you. hate Bojo as like a 
an idea. And the whole thing is that he's called Boris as well. It's not Boris Johnson, he's Boris. It like... I'm part of the like, Labour Party in the UK. Right. Like, for my sins, I'm, I, I'm thinking of getting out because it's just it's horrendous. They posted this thing recently where it was like, um, they were having to go with the Lib- Liberal Democrats, which is like our third party. Yeah, they're right. kind of like that. They 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 uh, they're in a coalition with the Tory government like, mm. under Cameron. So like they're kind of they're supposed to be like centrist and like, you know, but like centrist just means right. And, uh, yeah, they, they were attacking Liberal Democrats for being too easy on, like, drugs. They were like, they were just like, yeah, we'll be tough on, like, drug convictions, da 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 And I was like... The Labour Party said that they would be tough on drug convictions. Yeah. Convictions. Well, yeah, like, kind of, like, tackling, like, you know, like, the drug uh, drug problem, you know, but basically oh war on God. drugs. Was, they were do- oh, no. <laughs> exactly. Are you me? No, I know. Like, I feel like we're at a point in society where we know that, like, convicting people for drug crimes is not going to solve a problem about drugs. Yeah, I mean, just look at the war on drugs. Like, that works it's so that well, doesn't it? It's safe consumption, right? Oh, the Labour Party. I know. It's Keir Starmer. He's, he's an absolute wet wife. He's ridiculous. I I was a fan of Jeremy Corbyn mm, yeah, from absolutely. what I saw of him. Um, I think that the, the thing that I really admire about England is the like how present the working class is and how present like the labor movement is in like culture. But at the same time, I feel like also there's something really sad about all of those suburbs that are like identical workers cottages. Mm. I don't know. I really feel like whoever was doing that urban planning really botched it up. <laughs> it was well, that's the thing. It was it was just about money, wasn't it? It was just mm. like get as many people in like as small a space as possible. Like and that's yeah, you know, yeah. And when that's your kind of your you know, your mo, then it's like concentrate the capital accumulation. Yeah, 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 sure. But I do think that like yeah, I don't know. I'm a little bit um, I don't know. There's sort of a resurgence recently with a lot of industrial action, but I feel like also Australia's labor movement started off really, really strong upon occupation but at the same time it's really fallen off because uh you know the the labor movement was quite young and now it's sort of just teetered off but i hope it gets stronger i hope it gets better oh what are your thoughts about the upcoming election then mine yeah <laughs> <laughs> got some um, hot takes now well um first of all i'm gonna declare um i'm working at the election as a polling official. So I have mm. had to sign a statement of political neutrality. Um, but that just means on the day I don't tell people who I'm voting for and I don't tell people who to vote for. Okay. But I, yeah, I'm quite disillusioned with both the major parties. Sure. Um, but I've also been, like, raised by sort of staunch Greens supporters for my whole life. So it seems like a no-brainer to me. They really align with my values. Um and yeah, I just don't think that either of the major parties are doing enough in terms of um, the climate. And I think that no one takes the climate as seriously as the Greens Party, and that's what we need to care about right now. Yeah, absolutely. So it's, it's the thing that kind of undercuts all political issues right now. It's just like you know, oh yeah, we're gonna like. I mean, yeah, it's just like it, it is the biggest issue of our generation. But like, mm. people just keep like kind of kicking it around, just like as if it's not there, just kicking the can down the road, and it's like yeah, yeah. I like, look at this guy, so, you know. It really, yeah, and I think it's it's really annoying because 
the solution is right there, you know. And then, and then, oh, like, buddy, Scott Morrison, it's so funny. Years and years ago, I remember when I was a lot younger, this photo came out of some absolute bozo holding a piece of coal in Parliament and everyone was like, what an idiot. I was in primary school and I knew that, like, renewable energy i was being taught in primary school about renewable energy in like year five or year six i wanted to become the prime minister and i was like my first thing that i'll do as prime minister is i'll buy a plot of land and i'll fill it with solar panels and like blah 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 blah. it's like Mm. if me an 11 year old child (laughs) knew that like renewable energy was the future and we learned that coal is just terrible for the environment and also because it runs out yeah like has if you're going to bring a dirty piece of coal into parliament to show off to your mates, like so embarrassing. And then now to look back on that and be like, oh, that fool is now head of government. What world am I living in? I know. It's it's, it's, the, the issue is just all the money around it as well, isn't it? That's mm-hmm. the thing. Because like, it's, it's also, you know, because you guys have still got quite a few mines out here. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. No, <laughs> no, Scott Morrison's trying to build, like, I don't know if you've heard about the gas-led recovery from COVID. Right. He's trying to build a gas plant, a coal-fired gas plant, I think, is what it is, in Curry Curry in the Hunter region, which is, like, sort of near Newcastle, where I'm from. Mm. And Newcastle is a very big coal exporter, too, because there's a big harbour. And it's just like, what are you doing? We do not need a non-renewable like transition out of like to help recover from COVID, right? Mm. Like we've been calling for a just transition to renewable energy for years now and they simply will not listen. And it's just makes you think that like their pockets are being lined with a significant portion of that money. And it's also, it's also the votes they get from like those jobs and stuff as well. Like, Yeah, yeah. They really, a lot of what people say is that they weaponized the sort of divide between the climate movement and the labor movement mm. and 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 because um scott morrison's rhetoric sort of turned workers away from the climate movement um which is not in their interest at all obviously but it's really hard to see that because we sort of live especially under capitalism i feel like we live in a culture of immediacy mm. and it's like when we live like in this moment and this is all we sort of know we're not going to really think about our actions and how they will affect tomorrow, a week from now, 10 years from now. It's very reactionary, isn't it? You know, yeah, I think it's politics. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But like, yeah, Scott Morrison, effing silly buggers. <laughs> but yeah, I remember I worked in the last election as well. I worked the federal election and I worked so hard all day. I'd barely had a break and I got home and I just saw him and his daughters on TV. <laughs> I just broke down in Aww. tears. Because last election was meant to be like the climate election. Yeah. And then because of that really harmful sort of way of talking about the climate movement, despite all of those strikes happening and like, you know, the maritime union really getting involved in the climate movement, the CFMEU as well, like that it just didn't work. And it was like, I felt personally defeated. It's quite sad, but yeah, I don't know. Have you ever had an experience like that in your, in the UK? Were you old enough to vote for Brexit? 
No, one of my housemates oh. was like last, like who was living with last year. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I was involved, and that was like a woke up, and it was like, oh my god, I think you've left. Yeah. And it was like, and looking back on it now, I can see the benefits of leaving it, mm. even the European Union. I think we did it for the wrong reasons. I feel like I don't think the average man on the street was voting upon, you know, oh well, you know, the, the decline of the European Union and you know, mm. kind of. Uh, parliamentary sovereignty and all that sort of thing. I think it might be going on about, well, I don't like that person who lives at number five because they're from XYZ. I think that that was probably more, it was more racially motivated and kind of xenophobic, to mm. be honest. That was that was a feeling I got. Yeah. And it was just like, but it was also kind of a thing of like, people don't like being told what to do. And like, David Cameron was a, a silly, yeah, a silly, silly man. Yeah, I'd leave it at that. But mm. um, yeah, that one. And then, the 2017 election, yeah, 2017 election with Corbyn, mm. where he got, he did really, really well. He was still like 100 seats off or something, but like considering where Labour had come from and like the turmoil the party was in, and the fact that half the party didn't even back him, mm. like mm. kind of the the, up, the upswell of like the youth voters was really nice. But the the only issue is like when you're relying on young voters, they don't turn out, they don't turn up to vote. Yeah, which is, you know, it's a shame. Yeah, is voting mandatory in the UK? No, it's not. That's what I mean, no. Oh, yeah. I feel like voting has to be mandatory. It's an interesting yeah. system. I, I, I hadn't heard of it until... Really? No, I didn't realise it was a thing, really. I, I, th- I think that's true. I had heard of it, but I, I yeah. hadn't really thought about it, you know. See, my... Uh, I have a lot of thoughts. But, like, something that I think about sometimes is just this idea <laughs> of um, in Athens, it got to a point where people weren't participating in the ecclesia like the assembly as much Mm. as they should have and so (laughs) they just made it mandatory um and so you would be on like a roll and you would be sort of forced to be a member of the assembly and i think that that's kind of a little bit epic because um what we like in a representative system you obviously don't have self-government and I kind of like the idea of that because it's only like a step further from mandatory voting, right? It's just going <laughs> going and doing the thing, right? It's like jury duty. Yeah. But then I've also heard people say that like the Olympics should be like that. <laughs> it's just normal ballot. people. Can you imagine like, Bruce, people? you do the shop for, you know. <laughs> I mean, can you imagine just like, I think that that would bring the spirit of the Olympics back to what it should be. Because it would be entertaining to watch, wouldn't it? Absolutely it would. <laughs> I would love to watch my next door neighbour just run a race against someone from across the world. <laughs> like, I think that that's... And then it would seem way more like a sports carnival. Yeah. Did you do those? I, I realise I'm I'm speaking about my, you know, school experience, but like... A sports carnival. We had sports day. Is that what you mean? Or? I, like, so in Australia, you'll have a swimming carnival you'll have an athletics carnival and you'll have cross country. Okay. So the swimming carnival is obviously all the swimming races and then athletics, shot put, javelin, discus, and then all the running races. And so is that just your school? No, or no, no. Like so most schools come together. So what happens is you do your school and then all the best people from your school will go on to, um, it's not like... Like county? It goes like, yeah, like local, regional... State and yeah. then nationals. Okay. So I went to state swimming a couple times. Ooh. But only in the relay, which means that it wasn't real. Um, <laughs> <laughs> like, like, 
Um, yeah, you don't, you don't, I, I could never have swum my way to a state by myself. But like when you're in the relay, you can just piggyback off the other people in your team being faster than you. Um, but yeah, no, it's kind of, it's kind of funny because I went to an academic school, mm. but then, oh, it's zone district regionals. No, zone regionals state. That's how it is. But yeah, basically we would win regionals every year, despite the fact that we were not, and there were sporting like schools mm. in, in the area. So that made us feel really good about ourselves. I mean, we won a few cut, well, I wasn't really involved in the football, the rugby much. I played one season of rugby. Mm. Um, but I, I know we won the cup in rugby and football quite a few times. Got ready. Did your did your school have sort of a culture? You know how Americans they're they're like the game on Friday, <laughs> cheerleaders, yeah, yeah. pep rally. Like, does your school get around football or oh, is not it so not? Well, no, no. Yeah, I feel like that's one thing that we do miss out on is sort of involvement in a school sporting culture. Mm. But at the same time, I think that community sport is also really fun and. Yeah, but there's still not the same turnout that you sort of see in America. Yeah, but to be fair as well, like a lot of like the colleges and stuff like that, even, mm. I was, even I suppose at the high school level, but like the colleges like are, are quite big teams and like mm. they feed into like the big like NFL and all that sort of stuff. So mm. like, um, I guess it's just kind of a bigger deal in general. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't know. That would have been nice to be fair. I see some like videos and stuff of like, I think it was like a New Zealand school and they had like their school song for the rugby and stuff like that. And like, that was like, that was, that looked really cool. Yeah. Yeah. New Zealand just seems like a happier place <laughs> in general. <laughs> I don't know. It's really nice. Have you ever been? Uh, no, I'm hoping to go in July. So. Ooh. Yeah. So wait, you're here for another two months. Semester finishes in a month. So you're just going to ball around. Yeah, I, I've got like another week for my accommodation after that because I'm, I'm in an university accommodation. Yeah, which one? Uh, Q, QMB. Queen Mary Building. It's like oh. in uh, Camperdown. What's the other Sad. Sad. What's wrong with that? <laughs> Queen Mary is kind of notoriously like not a good place. <laughs> like the burners on the stoves, most of them don't work. Oh, no, they're annoying. They're annoying to be fair. Yeah. I've been having a lot of grief with like the boiling taps recently because they don't have kettles anywhere, yeah. and like any like, I don't know, one on our floor works. Oh my gosh! Yeah. How are you going to make tea? I, <laughs> I don't. I, I, I've only been on coffee recently, but oh my god, I'm, I'm, I'm disappointing my country. I know. Mm, mm, yeah, I thought that when you came on, I would just make fun of you for being British the whole time. You can if you like. I mean, you know. This is, you know, a very political first date, but, you know, I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm loving it. <laughs> I mean, I do think I am very susceptible to other people's accents. So it's kind of taking everything in me right now to not just start <laughs> just speaking really, really British. So Go on, slow it out if you want. It's fine. No, I can't because I also have to edit this. And if I have to listen back to my own British accent too much, I will just cringe and not be able to do it. Yeah. I don't know. Do I do you bowl water, pasta, yogurt? Oh my gosh, pasta, it's coming yeah. out. That, that, to be fair, pasta does annoy me. When you said when you said planting earlier, I was like planting, planting, planting. How, how would you say it? Plant. Oh, planting. Okay. 
Amazing. How, how susceptible have you been to... Do you think you'll go home to the UK and be like, I've just been in Australia. <laughs> My accent is different. <laughs> I would. <laughs> friends are just like, oh, what's going on with you? I'm sorry. I've just been... I've been no, abroad. Cleo, been abroad. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. I've been abroad. <laughs> I love the idea. <laughs> I think I saw a video of like... Bella Hadid or something yeah. and someone was asking her about Paris Fashion Week and she was like we are at the in Paris and I was like <laughs> <laughs> you're American oh you're insufferable. Talk like it. you're insufferable that's what you are oh so true. true did you see anything of the match ball I did a bit mm. yeah um, I'm quite a big Phoebe Bridges fan <gasps> Oh my god! Yeah. Me too. <laughs> Amazing, and uh, also normal people fans. So like watching those two. Oh my god! It was like worlds colliding for me because I really love Emma Chamberlain, and then she interviewed Paul Meskell and Daisy Jones, yeah, Daisy Jones, Jones yeah. and Phoebe Bridges, and I was like, "It's all my worlds colliding!" Wow. Oh my gosh! Yeah. Wait, <gasps> what's your favorite Phoebe Bridges song? Uh, Moon Song is my favorite. <laughs> I love Moon Song. I went through, albeit I had a very short relationship at the beginning of last year. I'm talking about Rexus now. Oh no, <laughs> strap in. No, 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 no. <laughs> I'm just saying that sort of spurned in me this whole period of just listening to Punisher on repeat. Mm. And so I'm pretty sure. I was expecting all of my top songs on Spotify last year to be from Punisher, but they weren't. Mm. But Moonsong. Yeah. Something about because he broke up with me three days before my birthday. And so the lyric oh. of like <laughs> <laughs> you're singing at my birthday, I was like It's nautical themed. <laughs> <laughs> it certainly is. Yeah, no, I yeah, that really sucked because I was like He's never going to sing at my birthday. All I wanted was a birthday present. And then I never got one because sad. It's really it's really unfortunate. I'm born two days before Valentine's Day. And I've never had a boyfriend during Valentine's Day or my birthday. And I just want presents. Mm-hmm. I hate getting presents. I think I more want the attention. But, like, <laughs> it's so annoying. <laughs> My life is really hard. Yeah, that's, that sounds tough. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> my my, um, my housemate back home, um, his girlfriend who also lives with us, um, she, her birthday is on Valentine's Day. Oh, fellow Aquarius. And yeah, and so it's... Uh, to be fair, I'm, the, uh, I'm 19th of February, so I think I'm on the... I think I might be Pisces. I might be just a oh, Pisces. You might be on the cusp. I think I, I, think I am, because I remember like going in one shop... I was really young being like, oh, I'm a Pisces. And then seeing it online that I was an Aquarius. Mm. And then I looked at it again. I'm like, no, I am a Pisces. I don't know. It's weird. It's weird. Weird. Do you buy into it much or? No, but no. I do. I do, but I don't. It's kind of hard. I it can be fun to kind of like. Yeah. I think there's something good about star signs in terms of like, I've said this before, but like you can pick and choose what elements you've been like, put onto or whatever. Like I just avoid Scorpios. That's basically all I've been told. So you know. true. <laughs> Finally, someone with their heads screwed on. Like, yeah, not enough Scorpio hate going on. And I think there needs to be more. Some Scorpio hate in the chat. Scorpio hate always, always. I mean, I'm going to say that you're a 
you're an Aquarius because I really don't like Pisces okay. either. <laughs> I just think water signs need to get over themselves. So, yeah. But at the same time, like, I don't believe in it, but I think it's funny <laughs> to yeah. talk about it. <laughs> it is, like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's Absolutely. funny. It's funny when, like, guys have the CoStar app so they can tell you they're, like, big three and you're like, oh, someone's been run through. That's a red flag, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like, who hurt you? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Wait, what were we talking about? Yeah, so her birthday on Valentine's Day, mm. do you guys have to, like, dress the whole house up and make it all about her? Um, I would fair. expect that. No, so last time... So last year she wasn't living with us, mm. um, so I think they like I think he just prepared like a big like spread mm. um, for her, and like got like a, some wine and all that sort of thing, um, mm. and I think they went for a meal like, earlier in the week. Um, but then yeah, this time I, I I was over in Sydney by that point, so I oh. I don't know if uh, what happened this time. Oh. Wait, so you've been in Sydney for a year and a half? No, no. I've been here for... Oh, right. No, this year you yeah, yeah. missed it. Okay, wow. Months. So what made you want to come here? It's kind of warm, you know. It's <laughs> like a pretty good... Well, generally. I mean, it's warmer than the UK. Yeah, <laughs> true. at least that. Yeah. Um, and then I think, yeah, I don't know. I just thought like the culture here sounded pretty like... Um, I don't know. <laughs> like in terms of <laughs> when you study law, so you go to UCID. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the I was supposed to go to UNSW, and I got transferred over to UCID. What? Yeah. I don't know. I think that the I've heard the campus culture at UNSW is a lot chiller. Okay. I also have heard just not great things about law students. They seem psycho. Oh yeah, I they uh, yeah we are no, absolutely. I mean, you have to you have to be a certain sort of like masochist to do law. I think I don't know. Mm. I don't know. There, there, there's so many people in law that annoy me. Like I see them mm. come in. Especially I do these like evening classes. Mm. These people just turn up in suits and stuff. It's like yeah, oh. uh, and they'll be like 15 minutes later. Oh, sorry guys, yeah, and it's like you know, kind of stroll. Sorry, away. I'm coming from my paralegal job. <laughs> Fuck off. I'm just really busy and important. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. Oh my and god. And then like, you know, they'll have like their they have like their top button undone, their jacket like swung over their shoulder, sort of thing, you know, their yeah, laptop bag. Like, oh my god! Yeah, no. I sat there in my John Mayer shirt. I'm like, yeah. Well, but, um, That's the type of law student you should be. I really, really, really find young people in suits so gross because a lot of the time they're wearing it for the wrong reasons. I would say, um, real estate agents, or they're like in college. And, and they're really annoying. I don't like either of those types of people. Oh, that's fair. That's so fair. I mean, yeah, I um, I so for for at my like high school, we used to have like to wear a suit as a uniform, mm. and so I wore a suit for like seven years, and I was like very comfortable in it. Mm. And I, I I do like wearing a suit, but mm. it's like yeah, it's got to be like a good reason. Take a time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Know the time. I. Like, that's not to say that I don't like when men wear suits, because mm. I really, <laughs> I do really like when men wear good suits. Yeah, like sure. a well-fitting suit. I'm like, yes, you're slaying right now, <laughs> looking all blah, blah, blah. I also think that menswear is quite boring, but it's almost, I still really like suits because I feel like it's, it's a... It's an equation that we know works, right? Mm. We're not trying anything new because not, we found it. I think it. that's like the box, yeah. It's just like, yeah. What fits, what's not great, yeah. Yeah, I really don't. I, I bet, 
Yeah, I really don't like when it's just like someone wearing a suit to campus. I'm like, yeah, it's, it's gratuitous sort of thing, isn't it? It's like, yeah, I'm like, get over yourself. Come mm. on. I'm here. Honestly, though, almost like people who I'm, I've had to talk myself out of wearing like certain pairs of shoes to campus because I'm like, I'm really, I'm not going to wear a pair of chunky heeled stri- like shoes if I'm carrying a backpack as well. Yeah. Like I need to pick my moments. <laughs> okay. So I'm, I'm very much like a Doc Martin. Sure. I'm a Doc Martin lady. But wait, what? Do you own a pair of dogs? No. What's your What's your shoe of choice? Um, Adidas superstars. Yeah, I don't know. I just these are really comfy. Mm. Um, I'm more of a comfort guy. I don't know. I've, I'm, there's There's some people, especially in the UK, like big on their trainers. Like you know, mm. like I think around London, especially, it's like you know, oh, what sort of shoes you wear, and it's like a fashion statement. Mm. It's a big deal. It's like crep a status check. symbol. So yeah, crap check exactly. Chicken yeah. shop connoisseur. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I know the culture. <laughs> yeah, it's like you're, it's, it's, God, it's like being straight back home. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> Blimey! <laughs> oh, cool, blimey, come down. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> um, uh, but yeah, I don't know. I like um, I like funky shirts. That's yeah. My, oh yeah. That's, Agreed. That's my. Thing. Yeah, I was about to say I love your jumper. I don't know, I Thank it's, you. It's I like this. This shirt is really nice as well. Thank you. I'm a big. I have too many goofy shirts at home. I'm almost my my wardrobe. Obviously, working at Vinnie's, mm. I am around secondhand clothing all the time. Yeah. So I justify buying it because I'm like, it's so cheap. I can just <laughs> do this, and then it's like my wardrobe at home. I have something in like every color. It's like heaving at the sides, you know. It's yeah. I was really lucky that my new place has a built-in wardrobe, mm. and I managed to secure the biggest room and have a huge wardrobe. But it's like it's full. Yeah, it's and I and I never thought that that would be, um, the case because when I was in high school, I would just wear my uniform all the time. But yeah, now, now I'm here and I have autonomy and it's, and it's <laughs> not good. <laughs> it's not going very well. <laughs> it's, it's, but I will say the circular economy of me getting all my money from Vinnie's and then me putting all my money back into Vinnie's. I'm into it. Yeah, I'm doing good. <laughs> I'm giving to charity. Charity, yeah, okay. Yeah. You're paying your wages, you know, sort of, not really. Winnie's is a weird spot. But yeah, I definitely have learnt to control myself a little bit more. But at the same time, I've made some really bad impulse purchases, especially to do with like I'll get um, like T-shirts and there'll be an extra large and I'm like, I'm doing it. But then... I'm not an extra large and they're really big on me. And then I'm like, oh no, none of my clothes fit me. What? Why don't any of my clothes fit me? Because I bought the wrong size. I mean, because there's so much to be said about like, you know, a nice little oversized tee, it can be mm. fun, you know, that sort of thing. It's comfy. It certainly is. Um, Doesn't know what sort of look you're going for, I suppose. I'm just thinking about, um, I was wearing this outfit the other day where I was wearing a skirt that wasn't very high. Like mm. it wasn't it wasn't too high. But then I was wearing a really long shirt. Hold on. <laughs> oh my goodness. Oh <laughs> so we just got interrupted by someone looking for directions somewhere. That was really weird. Mm. Um I can't believe that he came all the way down into this gloomy basement and still thought he was going the right direction. It's like, wow, it's like, yeah, very grungy Arabic music. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's really underground. I mean, yeah, like, you probably, really know who I'm going to see. You wouldn't have heard of him, yeah. Yeah, oh my God, no. 
can we talk about how home building is like a literal dungeon, yeah. particularly with Surge Studios and this refurbishment? When the carpet was all torn up and stuff, mm. terrifying place. Yeah, it really is. It's like it felt like a kind of like a, an infected uh, like level in a video game or something like that. Like kind of like like a like atomic wasteland something like that. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. There's any any moment zombies are just going to start <laughs> exactly scratching, like jumping out at you. Yeah, that no, was on the you know. It does give that. It does give that. It's giving that. <laughs> <laughs> I can't even remember what I was talking about. Jeez. Oh, um, we were talking about funky shirts, and then we were talking oh about my gosh. wardrobe. Yes, so and oversized t-shirts. We were talking about oversized <laughs> yeah, t-shirts. Yeah. So the other day at work, it was a couple of weeks ago. I was wearing a, a like a me a normal length skirt, and then I was wearing a really big t-shirt, which sort of was so big it's i think it's either a double extra large or just an extra large but it's huge yeah and it sort of went down longer than the skirt if i didn't like <laughs> okay. position it properly right and this i was helping a lady out at work and she was super you could tell she's just one of those customers that you don't want to talk to because mm. they they seem quite rude and then she was like mm, are you wearing anything under that and I was like, yes, like I'm wearing a skirt. Mm. And then she just goes, you know, people are advertising themselves more and more these days. You never know. I was like, I'm straight up. Excuse me. Being like, <laughs> shamed at my work. And then she goes on to be like, back in my day, we could get our men without showing ourselves off. And I was like, lady. What men do you think I'm getting? I'm wearing a t-shirt about Hawaii right now. Like, I'm at work. Shut up. So annoying. What is that about? And I was just like, what, what on earth? I, I really don't understand how she would be able to secure a man because she was quite rude. I wouldn't want to be in a relationship with her. She was mean. Mm. She was very bitter. And I didn't like her. I hope she never comes back. <laughs> Wow. She dies. <laughs> <laughs> that escalates quickly. Do you ever think about that? Like, I hope that person dies. Well, the funny thing is, everyone's going to die. Yeah. It's hilarious, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what do you want to happen to you when you die? How do I want to die? Or like, how do I want to be like dealt with? Yeah. Are you religious? That was, that was like either or. Uh, no, not at all. No. Mm. Um... No, I used to be like one of those like edgy atheist kids when I was younger. I'd be like, no, they seem so stupid. And so I was just, yeah, it was very irritating. But um, yeah, I just, um, yeah, now I'm just kind of a bit more like live and let live. Who really cares? You know, like if it helps mm. you, then go for it. I don't like it when it like intrudes into politics and like how mm. it affects my life. Yeah. Um, or other people's and stuff. True. Um, I mean, like, and yourself well yeah me too i yeah i think i've sort of come around as like a philosophy student mm, okay. particularly i really focus on political philosophy so i think that there is something really interesting about like the social aspect of um religion in mm. the way that it unites people for a common purpose and stuff like that i also 
have made a lot of money through the church. <laughs> so quite grateful. Sorry, can you, can you expand on that? Sorry. Quite grateful to the church for that. I mean, St. Vincent de Paul's society is a religious organization. Oh, I see. It's a pan-Catholic organization. And then I also sing sometimes at a oh, church really? and I get paid for that. So I used to be a head chorus to my local church. Oh my god! I'm an alto scholar. That's the that's my role. Oh wow! Okay. Head chorister. I was, yeah. Did you have to wear a cool robe? Yeah, we had we had Alps and stuff. Yeah, and then, yeah, I got a little I got a little medal, so I was head chorister. <gasps> oh, I wish I could get a medal. I know. Good days. How old were you when you did that? Uh, I was like fourteen. I think. I was four. That's <laughs> like that's a bit young to be a head chorister. Yeah, the talent was low. Yeah, yeah. I was just screaming actually, but you know, fourteen. Wow. But literally, I was surrounded by like fifty to ninety-year-old women. The best. The best kind of women. Honestly, Mavis and Jean were wonderful women. I, my, <laughs> do you know what I? This is, this is totally an overshare, but I quite like the kind of ASMR sort of thing, like the yeah, kind of like yeah. where to go to sleep to and stuff. Mm. I think my first experience of that was listening to Mavis and Jean sat behind me in the soprano section. <laughs> and like during the sermon, they just whisper to each other oh. and they'd just be talking about like what dinners they'd made this week. So he's like, so yeah, I'd get a bit of chicken. Like Lean in and do it. Get, get a bit of chicken. <laughs> Sorry. Get a bit of I was just grossing out like half of it. Like, <laughs> so many people have just like slammed their headphones down now. Gotta be like, get a bit of chicken. Get a bit of chicken. And then I just get some like cheese and like some wraps of bacon. And then the other one goes, oh, nice. Yeah, oh, lovely. Yeah. And you can just hear them like smacking their lips going, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, and yeah, they're just listening to those. Two. I remember just being like so like blissed out. It's been like, oh, this is nice. But then wow. I listen to the sermon, and I'd be like, oh, this is bullshit. But yeah, God, <laughs> sermons are the worst because uh, I have to I'll, sit through the sermons yeah. at the church. But it kind of makes me laugh, like <laughs> just hearing the bishop be like, oh, sin. Everyone sins. Oh. Atone. Blah 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 blah. Not necessarily atone, but it was like. All non-believers will be immediately engulfed in flames oh. when they die. It was a Catholic church then. It was Anglican. Really? Yeah. What the hell? <laughs> what, was, what was he on? Jesus. But, oh my gosh. I just remember sitting there in the church being like, <laughs> sin you say. Preaching <laughs> 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 to the choir here, Father. No, you know, literally. Yeah, like <laughs> <laughs> literally. But it was like, you know, I was uh, sinning is so much fun. Like, <laughs> I'm sorry. I like. I don't understand why they have to just not have fun. Like sometimes yeah. priests and bishops, they just seem like terrible, terribly boring and deprived people. Yeah, they just never had fun as a kid, and they were just like, well, no one else can have fun. Then. <laughs> Time to join the church. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. The fun yeah. police. <laughs> when you're, yeah, I feel like when you when you enter the profession of the church, they're like, "How boring are you?" And you're like, "Very." And they're like, "Welcome." Well, they just like they, they get out there, kind of the pit. Oh, I can't remember what it's called now. Mm. Uh, anyway, they, they, you know, they get like, their butterfly collection out as like welcome to the church, you know. Yeah, yeah. But I, I, I think we should start a petition to mm. call hell the sin bin. The sin bin. <gasps> Whoa. Whoa. I don't think anyone's talking about this. <laughs> but I agree with you. Hot button stuff here. Oh my God. Keep, yeah, keep it, kind of is a sin bin. Wow. I'd never thought of it that way. 
Do you believe in like the, well, obviously you don't, I haven't read Dante's Inferno, but the idea of like the seven circles of hell. I, I, yeah, I know of it. I've, I've not read it myself. Interesting. I have a teacher who... Like, rather, yes. Yeah, yeah. Mm, quite, quite. No, one of my teachers, he like presses his fingertips together and like... like Mr. Burns style. Mm, mm. And I really like that. Mm. Just being in a position of power where like mm. you could do just something really weird mm. and like no one can like <laughs> question you on it. Like <laughs> We all clown him for it though. Like not to his face. <laughs> yeah, obviously. Behind his back we're always like... <laughs> like being like him. I don't know. Do you think you'll get married? Um, Are we? No. <laughs> 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 uh, no, I, I think it's, um, I don't know. I think it's kind of down to the women to a certain extent because it's like, Ooh. well, obviously not that, well, I say that obviously not to ask. They can if they want. I think it's traditionally the man asks. I think that's something that I probably subscribe to. But like, I know my mum didn't want to get married for a very long time. Um, that she has married my dad now. Right. Like recently she kind of changed her mind on it. Oh. Um, but she just kind of didn't like the institution of marriage and kind of like taking the surname and all that Power sort of her. thing. Yeah. And so, yeah, I don't know. I think it's kind of it's one of those things that like if, if you're in like a happy, stable relationship and like you both know you love each other, then it's like, well, it's just like a, it's just an expensive day, isn't it? Right. I'd have a small wedding as well. I wouldn't have a big wedding. Yeah, I've never, I've never, I went to a wedding apparently once when I was a really little kid, mm. but I've never been to any since then. Mm. But I was thinking about it the other day because I just, oh, I saw photos of a wedding and I was like, this is cringe. Mm. <laughs> and also it's kind of weird for me because people that I went to high school with, at least two of them have gotten married now. And, and one of them, so like when my parents got married, my mom didn't change her name. Mm. And so I just think that that's like a no-brainer, you know. Um, but oh, she changed her name and they they were like high school sweethearts and then they got married and she uh, she updated her Facebook profile and I was like, what is this? Yeah. What is this? I don't know. It just, it does make me feel a little bit icky, the idea of like, being my age and being like, I'm going to adopt a part of your identity. Oh yeah, no, it's um, it's a, it's a horrible idea. Like at this age, like it used to work back in like the the mm. '60s and stuff. But back in the day when we were property, yeah, well, <laughs> legal, you know, legal. When I could get, <laughs> well, that's true for one. <laughs> and two, it was like. You know, then when I could get a man, you know, without advertising myself, you know. Yes, yes, exactly. <laughs> oh my god, you nailed that. Yeah, no. Um, but I don't know. I just don't think this society is very conducive to like making decisions that young. I don't know. I feel like people are just mm. they're wired differently now. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I do. I do sort of. I do like the idea of being able to like grow with someone and be like in a stable and happy relationship where you're just like supporting each other and stuff. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I feel like sometimes marriage is a bit rigid for some people. And that to me is scary. It, it, it kind of breaks up a lot of people as well. I think there's so many people who like start planning the wedding and like they shove a load of money into it and they've mm. all got these, these preconceptions about what it's going to be like and that sort of thing. And it's mm. a lot of strain on the relationship that 
thing is as well, if you're getting married at 21, okay, so you've probably known each other like max like five years. Or you've been together <laughs> yeah. like max five years. Mm. Probably haven't been under that amount of strain really, like at any other point in your relationship. Yeah. And then you just put it all on this big day. Mm. And then afterwards, okay, now, now you've got another 60 years of living with each other. Yeah, and yeah. And you've had the, the big blowout here. And now it's just like, I don't know. Like, I think, I think it, you know, the idea of marriage is like the bit after it's the best bit. Yeah. For yeah. sure, I but agree. But, like, I don't know. I think, like, the way... Because it's so... Society is so materialistic and stuff, and it's kind of seen as such, like, a, an event. I don't know if that's kind of been diluted. Yeah, yeah. I, um... One thing that really sort of freaked me out about them was, like, they had a, they have a house and they have a dog. And I was like... How rich are these people? Jesus. Well, like. the thing is, like, I'm pretty sure... Like, one of them, either one or both of them didn't go to uni, so they've been working full-time. And then also, we're from Newcastle, so property is a little bit cheaper. And the further you go out of urban centres, like, the more, like, achievable home ownership is Mm. if if your parents really help you get the loan. Um, But, like, I can't even picture the idea of me having a pet right now. Like... I have really bad baby fever and I'm like, no, I can't have a kid because I'm not even capable of taking care of myself. You're quite broody sort of thing. Oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. The cluckiest, (laughs) the cluckiest hen in the coop. It is awful. No, I literally saw a video of a pregnant woman yesterday and I cried. I cried because I saw her belly grow and it was a lot for me. Um, But like to me, I just feel like at this point, like am i am i more mature than them and i'm and i'm like i see it for what it is or are they just really leaning into this adult thing and like doing it i just can't Mm. picture that being the case i feel like they're caricaturing as adults and they're really still like quite young and they're just like kids yeah i mean i think there is the degree of like fake it you make it with like being an adult Mm. but Mm. like also like i don't know I, I, I look at like my parents' parents and I'm like, uh, I mean, you know, that, that, they're all lovely people and stuff, but I'm like, you know, looking at the job they did as parents, like sometimes I'm like, no, did they do the best job there? <laughs> like, you know, yeah, you yeah. can kind of see, you're just like, uh, you know, did you really need to have four kids by the time you were like 25? Right. Mm. Yeah, probably not. But a, a hard maybe on that one, yeah. Yeah, um, I feel like, um, what was I going to say? Yeah, I don't know. I will say I think that our society now is sort of infantilizing people mm. in the way that, like, we definitely go through a much longer period of development. Sure. Um, like, obviously, a lot of people were forced to grow up very quickly in ages where, you know, their parents were dead from going to war and stuff like that. So I definitely understand. But at the same time, I feel like if we're living in this age where people still feel like they're completely unprepared for the world beyond when they're like 29 Mm. how can you just step up to the mark as a 20 year old to me it just seems like well how did you how did you sort that out yeah i don't know i think it's like as as well like with people like living at home so much longer as well and later Mm. it's like how do you kind of you know you're not really for I think a lot of people are kind of pushed onto that step where it's like okay yeah now I need to like start sorting myself out because I'm living alone I need to do this I need to do that and yeah mm. um 
as that becomes less and less attainable, it's mm. like I think that also kind of prolongs that kind of gestation period you were talking about of like people like kind of taking yeah. time to grow up. Yeah. That being said, like I don't know my experience because I moved out when I was like seventeen. Okay. So like I feel like, but I feel like before that I'd already had to grow up a little bit because. I'd lived with just my mum by that point. And so there was a lot of stuff to figure out. But yeah, even I feel like people who are in uni who live at home and have all their meals prepared for them, I'm like, that's that's being sheltered. But there are other people who live at home who have a totally different experience who might have to be like carers and stuff. Of course. So it's yeah, not always yeah. like... It's not black and white, no, absolutely. Yeah, no, yeah. I really... But yeah, I commend those people. It's... um. It's a weird sort of place to be as like a young adult and it's a really hard world to navigate because I feel like the faster we progress, the more unprecedented the times are. Times are. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like we're, unprecedented times, to be honest. we're seriously, <laughs> I'm feeling so uncertain right now. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> no, like, I don't know. Don't you agree though? I just feel like we don't know where technology is going to be in like five years. We don't know where the climate's going to be. We don't know where... Our health is going to be. I think the problem with the climate is we kind of do know where it's going to be in five years. <laughs> I mean, if if certain people come into power, we do. But like with others, you know, but there's also, you know, who's going to step up to the mark and, and make the change that we need if our leaders aren't doing that? The unions. I don't know. I am just like concerned. I don't know where we're going to be. And I feel like when you live in a sustainable world where you know what tomorrow is bringing because you're living today to secure tomorrow, mm. like I, f- I feel like there's something really nice about that sense of assurance or whatever. But now we're just like, I don't know what's going to happen next minute. Yeah, I think because it's... It you know, we're getting more and more interconnected as well. There's so many more like moving parts that we can't control whatsoever, mm. and that we're aware of. Yeah. I think, like as you say, like when you kind of lived a more kind of sustainable, kind of simpler life, mm. there was a lot more. There were a lot fewer moving parts, and a lot more that was in your control. Mm. And I think, yeah, that that must be so reassuring and so kind of like, okay, I haven't done that today, but that's fine because I can do it tomorrow. Like you know, that's that's to do with me. It's not like that might be completely changed tomorrow. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Where would you want to take law? Um, I kind of I think I want to work in like the civil service or the government legal service nice. sort of thing. Nice. Um, just I, I I don't kind of rate the whole private like the kind of the work attitudes, you know, the kind of that environment. I just it's kind of dog eat dog. It's like you know you mm. got to live to work and that sort of thing. I, I I don't want to live to work. I want to work to live. Like that's that's the way I see things, mm. and it's just. Um, Civil service, they're good employers. Like yeah. their work-life balance is better than it would be elsewhere. Might yeah. be able to be in London. Like, that's yeah. that's the general thing I want to do, but it's, it's not the easiest thing to get into anytime. That's nice. Yeah, no, I heard my friends started working in like industrial law, and mm. because of that, <laughs> it's not like they never work overtime. They never do that sort of thing. And I'm like, yeah, I feel like that's pretty not standard in the law profession. Mm. It's always expected of like you have to work. 12 hour days you have to grind for your view uh, you make a six-figure salary shut up yeah exactly get a life go on holiday touch grass <laughs> that's my favorite new saying someone that said touch moss the other day i don't know what that means but <gasps> very soft i feel like moss is 
Moss is a whole different kettle of fish. I like fern. Oh, I once tried to pick a fern. Don't pick a fern. Because they, 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 they like slice your hand. Oh. Like the, the stem. It wasn't like it wasn't like a bad slice. It's oh. like, it like almost like a paper cut just down your hand. But like right, yeah, I've that's probably happened to me before. I don't know. Do you have the same thing? This is kind of funny. We have this thing in Australia called the Duke of Edinburgh Awards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember one time we went on Duke of Ed, and we had to walk through a bunch of bush holly, and we just mm. all got destroyed by it. Wait, bush holly? Because we've got holly bushes in the UK, but like the ones with like the spiky leaves and like the red berries. Um, no, different type of holly. I think it's an Australian holly, but uh, like, okay. yeah, it was not fun. <laughs> I don't know. I didn't like bushwalking that much. Have you have you been out to the bush that much? Not also been out here. There was um, we were camping in Tasmania, mm. and like um, we were like on like these beaches. One was called like Friendly Beach, nice. and there was like little wallabies like hopping around the campsite, and they got really close and stuff, which is really I cute. Love that really, really cute. I feel like um, the UK doesn't have bush. You can't go bush. I mean, I I I used to be in the Scouts, and we used to do like. But yeah, no, we did like um one one time we were out in the woods and we kind of we made our own like shelters mm. and like we had to like skin a rabbit and stuff. Oh my god! Yeah, so that was pretty cool. Uh. <laughs> Do you like touching dead animals? <laughs> I mean, I don't know. It was like an interesting experience. I'm glad I did it. Right. I went to high rotations last night, so that was oh uh, yeah, that was a hot spot. I'd Plugging imagine. surge events. Yeah, it's just yeah, high rotation guys. <laughs> I went to I went to a gig at the Chippo a couple months ago because my friend was in a band playing there. And I was the only person in the audience wearing a mask. And people came up to me and were like, why are you wearing that? I was like, first of all, there are so many people vaping in here that the <laughs> air is sugar. Yeah. And and also, like, there's a bunch of crazy hippies just jumping around to this, like, psychedelic rock music. I'm not going to fucking risk my life. <laughs> And yeah, then yeah. they do not look like vaxxers to me. No, there was no, no, yeah, literally. But it was like this. There was a confirmed case at the at the gig, oh, and in the chippo, which is like a complete dungeon. Yeah, I was like, no, I'm not risking it. And then I didn't get it. So result, I'm starting to think I'm untouchable. <laughs> it's built different. I literally am. Like I'm super strong. I'm flexing and. Oliver's looking really impressed. I'm, I'm quaking in my boots, cowering behind the chair. In, in your Adidas superstar. <laughs> but, oh my God, it's actually oh shit. 20 past four, <laughs> which means... Time flies when you having fun. Like, what can I say? Literally, <laughs> we have to end the recording here. But thank you so much for coming on. Thank you very much for having me. And thank you so much for listening. And we'll see you in the next one on Isabel Formby's First Impressions. Goodbye.